Good morning, happy Thursday, and welcome to the Language Confidence Project, the daily dose of language courage for people who love languages and those who really don't, but have to learn one anyway. And today I want to talk about the sneaky assumptions that creep up on us when we think about what a person of our language level or our language experience should know or should be able to do. The thoughts that say, surely someone of this level should know the word for this object. Or, I can't believe I've got to this grade and still don't know the word for this thing in my kitchen. Or, how can I call myself intermediate or advanced or just good at Spanish if I can't talk about this topic because every preschooler in the country knows this? And those thoughts tell us a lot about our underlying beliefs about the proper order of learning a language. And those beliefs are quite often based on how we learned our native language. But if we apply them as adults learning an additional language, the vast majority of the time they don't fit. And the vast majority of the time when we do apply them, we're being really unfair to ourselves. The thing is, as adults, we learn our languages in all sorts of different ways and our exposure to different skills and different grammar constructions and different areas of vocabulary come in a completely different order depending on what our unique path and circumstances look like. And it sounds so obvious when we feel secure in our language. But then as soon as something comes and rocks that, it goes out the window and we're worrying again that a gap in our knowledge means we're behind or that we're imposters that don't deserve the grade we have or that we're just doing it all wrong. So here are some really quick reminders for you today. People at intermediate level who live in the country will probably have a much better grasp of groceries and the sorts of words they pick up from running errands, doing admin and attending appointments. People who are raising children in that country will probably have a surprising grasp of insects and fairy tale characters. And people who work in a particular sector in that language will pick up really high-level, industry-specific, technical vocabulary as an intermediate learner. You can be at C1 level and still not be able to name every item in your living room. You can call yourself advanced and have the certifications to prove it, but freeze up at your first parent-teacher meeting. And you can be upper intermediate, but forget the words for certain fruits or farm animals that you definitely learned in the beginner textbook, because if you're not living there and you're not regularly talking about animals, when do you use those words? Gaps in your language are not a sign that you're doing this wrong. They are a normal part of language learning and they're okay and they're just a sign of the things you haven't really come into contact with yet. 
Maybe they're not in whatever syllabus you're using. Maybe, especially in the case of household items or food, the topic has come up, but those particular words fall through the net. Or maybe they're things you came into contact with ages ago, haven't needed, haven't used, and have just forgotten. There is always going to be stuff where your first reaction is, how can I be at this level and not know this? And that reaction is normal, but so are the gaps. It's all part of the process and it's all okay. It's all going to be okay. So keep working at it, keep chipping away. You are doing so well and it will all be worth it. And if you like what I do, please support me. The Language Confidence Project is growing and all sorts of exciting things are happening in the next few months and I need your help to make all of this happen. There are so many ways that you could lend a hand right now. If you know someone who would love listening to this podcast, who's learning a language, who's maybe feeling a bit lost or could do with some encouragement, please send them a quick message with this episode attached. If you work in or know someone in a language school or a university language department, please suggest this podcast for both them and their students. And if you can and you want to, I would so appreciate if you could support me on Patreon because your support means I can create free content for longer and there are some great bonuses at all three tiers if you do. The link to my Patreon is in my Instagram bio and in the show notes for this episode. And finally, if you're new around here or I haven't met you yet, come and say hi, come and talk to me. Leave a comment on today's episode on a post-it on Instagram, send me a DM, or even better, book a call as part of the 100 Conversations project with me, where I can get to know you and talk about your language journey and what carving your own path means to you. The link to that is also in my Instagram bio at at tea with Emily and in the show notes below. I would love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.